a sinner Who's probably gonna sin again Lord forgive me Lord forgive me Things I don't understand Sometimes I need to be alone Bitch don't kill my vibe Bitch don't kill my vibe What's up world? What's up social media? What's up Twitter? It is I, Lee Zeller. What's up to my podcast listeners? Been away. Feel like forever. It's just been a week. But I miss you guys. Hope you guys miss me, but you probably don't. To my five or six listeners who look forward to this show. You're out there somewhere scattered across these United States of America. But I'm here for you. Want to give you all five of you a big hug if I could. It's Friday, September 6th. Ah, the weekend is upon us. Hope everything is going good in your world, wherever you may be. Wherever you may be when you hear this podcast. Morning, noon, or night. Hope life is great, fantastic, full of joy. Because we have so much shit that goes on in this world that can just take away from all that. Sometimes you just got to leave all that shit outside your door. And enjoy what's close to you. Embrace it. Like I wish to embrace my few podcast listeners that listen to me. The weather here, I'm always talking about the weather here. In Cincinnati, Ohio, it wasn't too bad. A couple days ago, fucking African hot. I was dehydrated to that point where you can't even sweat no more. You ever been there? It was like you've been sweating, you're hot, your shirt is wet, then you just like can't even sweat no more. You can't even pee. Like all the water just been sucked out your body. Not so bad today. Not so bad today. So it's been a lot of shit going on since the last time I've done this. It's always, that's, a, that's the beautiful thing about people that does like, you know, podcasts, news, whatever. It's never a boring moment. Especially in these U.S. of A's. It's never a dull moment. Trump, Trump makes it where it's never a dull moment because we got a reality TV star running the country like a fucking reality TV show. Somebody need to pull the plug on this motherfucker and fire him and tell him you need to hit the bricks. You're out of here. Trump personally altered map to promote fake Hurricane threat to Alabama. Why? Because there's a lot of black people there? Possibly. As Bahamians reel from the historic devastation of Hurricane Dorian, the Washington Post reported that President Trump personally used a black magic marker to alter a map showing the storm projected path. This asshole used a Sharpie. In an effort to support his false claim last weekend that Alabama might be hit by the hurricane, in fact, the National Hurricane Center never included Alabama in any of the forecasts combed for Dorian. On Thursday, Trump spent a fourth straight day defending his false statement, tweeting, I accept the fake news, news, fake news, news apologies. You know, you can just keep bringing it. I accept it all. But look, this is what they said. This is what they told me. And I'm just reporting the news because I know the weather better than anybody. 
Just like I know the military better than anybody. I know about terrorists. I know about all these things better than anybody. Do this comedy show ever stops? It's like a continuous run of SNL in the White House. Why would you want the people in Alabama to think a hurricane is headed for them? What was the reason behind it? We're still trying to figure that out. Maybe there's no reason. Maybe it's because, you know, there's no reason because the guy who's sitting up there in the Oval Office is a fucking lunatic. White people, come get your crazy ass cousin. Y'all put him there. Not all of you, because there's a lot of you want him out just like I do. But there's a large number of you who put him there. And you know what? You're cool with it. You're very cool with that. My question still is, why would he want to say a hurricane was headed towards Alabama? Did he, uh, during the election, did he lose Alabama? Possibly. That could be his reason why. Who knows? Who knows what's in this feeble brain of this president who sits at the desk in the Oval Office on Pennsylvania Avenue. We don't know. We don't know. And it's probably scary if we could see in that thick skull of his to see what's actually taking place. Very scary. There's some other weird stuff I want to talk about. Because this might be something that could save, I don't know, somebody's child out there from going blind. A teenage boy goes blind after existing on Pringles, white bread, and french fries. Why? Eating a diet of french fries, Pringles, and white bread was enough to make one teenage boy lose his fucking sight. According to a case study published in the medical journal, scientists from the University of Bristol examined the case of a young patient who extremely picky eating led to his blindness and have warned of the dangers of a poor diet. The unidentified patient told doctors he had only eaten fries from fish and chip shops, Pringle potato chips, white bread, slices of processed ham and sausage since elementary school. Where's the fucking parents? Where are the parents? Because who, who's buying this shit? If this has been going on since elementary school, we don't know who this person is, Bobby, Todd, whatever. Somebody was supplying him this stuff. He don't have no money. He's in elementary school. Where do you get a fucking job from? So it's the parents' fault. He visited a doctor at age 14. No, he didn't visit a doctor. The parents who were supplying him with this shit they the one took him to see a doctor. Like he, Bobby just rolled up to the doctor's office like, yeah, doc, I need to see you. I can't fucking see. Like I said, he first visited a doctor at age 14, complaining of tiredness, according to a case reported published in the Annals of Internal Medicine on Monday. He wasn't taking any medication, had normal BMI and a height, and showed no visible signs of malnutrition. No visible signs. There had to be visible signs there. 
You know what visible signs was there? He wasn't coming to the dinner table eating his vegetables, eating a healthy breakfast like most normal kids do. No, this kid is existing on Pringle potato chips, french fries, white bread, and processed meat. Now, guess what? He can no longer see the french fries or the Pringles or the processed meat. Not smart. Not, this is why you got to be better parents. Pay attention to what the things that your kids are doing, consuming, watching, who are they talking to, what's going on in their life. Because if you're a better parent, <laughs> you know your kid is like not eating proper. Properly. Let me correct myself. I digress. In other news. R. Kelly has been moved to general population. Basically means he's about to get raped. Prosecutors are denying he was ever in solitary confinement. That's where he need to stay. He need to get his ass in the hole quickly as possible. What he need to do, first prison guard that walks by, soccer punch the shit out of him. So he can get thrown in the hole. And so when you get released by that guard, Soccer punch his ass so they can throw you back in the hole. Because here's the thing. Instead of me getting into this whole reading what the story here is about R. Kelly, we know the story. Why he's there. And if you don't know the story, you've been somewhere living under a rock or living in Afghanistan somewhere where they don't have TVs. R. Kelly's in a situation where he's about out of options. And I've said this before. He only have two options. I'm not making this up. This is not what I believe. This is what I know. He only have two options. One, he can do a Jeffrey Epstein. Take himself out. Supposedly, that's what happened to Jeffrey Epstein. We still don't know, wink, wink, if it really was Jeffrey. But we know why Jeffrey was there. Having sex with little kids, teenage girls. Know what happened to those guys when you go to prison for having sex with kids. Basically, somebody's going to have sex with you and they're not going to be gentle. Ouch. It's going to be painful. So I'm thinking Jeffrey Epstein, if it was done by his own hand, he put a sheet, whatever, around his neck and did the old jump from a chair and killed himself R. Kelly basically like I said he got two options one he can just go ahead and just take the rape basically take a forced penetration up the anus by some prisoner 56702 who's been there probably serving double life would be a badge of honor for him to be able to say to somebody, yeah, I fucked R. Kelly. And R. Kelly don't want to have that. Because it's not going to happen just once or twice. It's going to happen several times. The other option is he can kill himself. Now, if I'm wrong, you tell me what's in between that. 
What is what other choice do we have? Because I've told people this, and people say, "Oh man, that's so cruel, man, for you to say something like that, man. Why you just say some shit like that? That's really fucked up." No, that's reality. Look, you gotta look at. Sometimes you gotta think about your circumstances and where you at. You can't fake this shit. Sometimes it is what it is. He's in prison, surrounded by prisoners who don't like men who have sex with little girls. So we know what the outcome is. For guys like that, they usually get raped. More than once. Several times. To the point where everybody will become used to it if he can accept that. The other option is you can kill yourself. If you don't want to be raped. He knows that. Trust me. R. Kelly sits in his cell thinking he's contemplating should I jump up on a ladder and put the loose around my neck? Because the other option is I got to bend over and let Rover take over. That's it. And all that could have been avoided simply by leaving little girls alone, letting little girls be little girls. I had no sympathy for people like this. None. Not for Jeffrey Epstein, nor R. Kelly, nor any grown-ass man who ruins a child's life by forcing them into sex. And I know our people saying, well, look what the parents did. You know, the parents were taking the kids around there. What about them? They wanted to get that money. They knew what they was doing. Yes, they did. What's their punishment? Maybe God will punish them. For those who believe in God. Because a lot of you are atheists out there. You're like, I don't believe in that. But if you're a parent. And if you knew. That R. Kelly had this kind of history. Of having sex with young girls. And you took your daughter there. To the studio. And left her. Because you was hoping that he might make her a star. He may rape her. But then he may make her a star. And we'll all be rich. Shame on you. Shame on you. So for those parents, because I hear a lot of people say that, yeah, but you know, the parents, the parents knew what they was doing. The parents knew when they was dropping their kids off what was going on. Well, they have a punishment coming. Like I said, for those of us who believe in God and know that if you intentionally did that, let your child be with somebody who you know is a pedophile, in the hopes that she can get a record deal out of this. Again, shame on you. And may your house be swarmed with locusts or something. I don't know. I don't know if you've been on Netflix. Probably have. Because everybody watches Netflix. It's like the latest thing. It must have been the, the latest thing for a long time. It's like bigger than HBO, Showtime, all that shit. Dave Chappelle. Sticks and Stones. That was like some of Dave's best work. This is this guy. See, this is why he's the comedian comedian. Because you can tell when he works on his material, this guy's putting a lot of thought in this stuff. I don't want to give away the jokes because some of you may not have watched Dave, and I'm not as funny as Dave, and I wouldn't do nothing but just fuck up the joke. So I'm not gonna try to tell him. 
but he touched on a lot of things. Boy, did he touch on a lot of things. A lot of uncomfortable things. Speaking of pedophiles, he talked about that. Made some little humor about that. Might make you a little uncomfortable, but you might find yourself laughing anyway. I did. Sorry that I did. Dave's a funny guy. I think he's one of the most brilliant comics that we've ever seen take a stage. With just the mic. One mic, one man on a stage. His comedy, like I said, is it's well thought out. He he tells jokes in a way that you know it's like, damn, it's like, damn, did he just say that? And damn, am I laughing at that? But then as a party, you realize like you can't argue against the joke. Because within the humor, there's reality there. And you know what he's saying is fucking real. And when it's real shit, it's just like I said, R. Kelly situation. When there's real shit, you can't hide from it. Real shit is real shit. You have to accept it. You can fake it and act like it's not there, but it's there. And some of the humor from Dave Chappelle dealing with pedophilia, Michael Jackson, R. Kelly, gays, transgenders, he left no stone, like they say, uncovered. He went in and he went in hard. No pun intended. The Bahamas, devastated by Hurricane Dorian. You know, most hurricanes are named after women. Look it up. Find out why. Dorian hit the Bahamas like a woman scorned. Hell has no fury like a woman scorned. And that's how Dorian hit the Bahamas. Devastated. Looked like an atomic bomb was dropped there. Death toll is still rising. People are out of food, fresh water, bodies are floating in water, salt water's in the wells where they can get fresh water from. Mass destruction has taken place there. And what are we going to do when I say we? The America. 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 What is our president going to do? Anything? No. Because we know what he thinks. That's one of those shithole islands. Let them take care of these shithole problems. Coast Guard been doing as much as they can to try to rescue people, which is good. Got to applaud them. But financial aid, contractors, electricians, builders, they're going to need a lot of help. You're talking about an island that's pretty much just devastated. This is one of those moments where we need the Beyonce's, the Bruno Mars, Jay-Z. Yeah, I said Jay-Z. I know some of y'all, no, Jay-Z, we don't want a part of him. He sold us out. Jay-Z got a lot of money. Jay-Z can bring in a lot of money. See, is that where we at now? Are we in this kind of place where when we start hating on a person like a Jay-Z because we feel like he sold us out, sold us out with the NFL, and if he was at like want to headline a concert to bring aid to the Bahamas, 
Do you think they really care about that? When your house then floated out to the ocean? I don't think so. Sometimes it's about prioritizing. I'm hoping that, because I, I recently heard that Rihanna is going to do something. I don't know if it's like a concert to contribute some money or she's going to just reach in her own bank account and drop a few mil on them. Don't know exactly how she's doing it, but I'm just hoping that, like I said, the Beyonce, the Bruno Mars, Taylor Swift, all these big name artists can come together and do a Bahamas aid or something. Like they did We Are The World. Because we're in a time, we're in a place where we sometimes going to have to depend on each other. Especially now. Because the current chief that sits behind the desk at the Oval Office on Pennsylvania Avenue can't depend on him. Look at Puerto Rico. He lied about that. We've already given Puerto Rico $95 billion. Lie. They was allocated $45 billion, only got 14 So if he lies about that, if the guy takes a Sharpie and writes on a map to show the forecast of a hurricane, the show is going in another direction, you think you can depend on this guy? Even though first thing he'll say, well, Alabama's not, Bahamas are not part of the United States. Alabama is. If Alabama would have got hit, we would have done something for him. But then again, maybe not because I think I lost that state. I think that, in all seriousness, that if these big name artists were to come together, would it solve all their problems? No. But they could raise enough money that could be a great start to helping them rebuild because they've been almost like knocked back to the Stone Ages. I mean, it was already an island that's suffered from a lot of poverty anyway. So they have lost the little they have had, the little they had, they have lost that. So they're going to need some help. Popeye's chicken. It never stops. The last time I did a podcast, I talked about Popeye's chicken. Popeye's chicken sandwich. We love that chicken from Popeye's, don't we? Why? What is it in the chicken sandwich? Is it fentanyl in it? It may come out a year from now. Popeye was putting fentanyl in the chicken sandwich. I'm just speculating. I don't want Popeye to try to sue me and say that I said that you're putting fentanyl in the chicken sandwich. I'm just saying you could be. Popeye customer pulls a gun after being told there were no more chicken sandwiches. What? What the fuck you mean ain't no more chicken sandwich? Motherfucker, don't you know I drove all the way up here to feed my kids with goddamn chicken sandwiches? And ain't no more chicken sandwiches? I'm gonna bust a cap in your ass. That's not what he said. I digress. People are going crazy for Popeye's sold out chicken sandwiches, but this is taking it three steps too far. Houston police says, say, a group of customers walked into a Popeye's chicken restaurant Monday night and asked for some sandwiches. But the restaurant chain is all sold out. 
news the foursome did not want to hear. Man, this motherfucker just said they ain't got no more chicken sandwiches, bruh. Bruh, bruh. They ain't got no more chicken sandwiches. Because I'm saying that because, you, you know, I'm, look, I got to throw the race card in there. And on this race card right here, it was us. I know it was. The group, two men and two women, grew angry. And that's when one man put out a gun and the women snatched off their weeds and started beating the manager. That's a lie. I threw that in. Employees ran to the back of the restaurant and the group, who police estimated ranged from the age 17 to 20 years old, ran out of the restaurant. They jumped into an old model SUV with a woman in the driver's seat who was flying down the street with her weave missing. I just threw that in. That didn't happen. But they weren't finished. The group pulled through the drive through window lane and threw an empty can through its window. The Houston, the, police, the Houston Police Department said they are looking for any usable surveillance video in hopes of making an arrest. There have been no charges so far. They're going to find these lunatics. They're going to find Ray Ray, Tamiqua, and Pookie. And they're going to go to jail. And you're going to be sitting in jail, staring at those four walls, and saying to yourself, love that chicken from Popeye's. Goddamn, I love me a Popeye's chicken sandwich right now. Even though I'm facing 6 to 10, arm assault. We got to get our shit together. At some point, before it's too late. Because if we look around, we see so much shit happening in the world. It's, we got fires in Alaska. Brazil is on fire. The planet is drying up. Lakes are drying up. It almost looks like it's coming to an end. It's like a song by R.E.M. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's, it's the end of the world as we know it, and I feel fine. No, we do not feel fine about this. A lot of us are scared because there's so much shit going on. You can't even be at the fucking Popeye's to get you a snack pack. You probably ain't even there for the damn chicken sandwich. You just want a snack pack. And these cycles running in, pissed off because they're out of sandwiches. You don't know if somebody's going to get shot. If you're going to get shot, kid's going to get shot. It's not safe hardly to go to an event because you got people that's angry because Trump has basically gave these people a pass. Like he said, there was decent people on both sides. On both sides. Well, when you're a skinhead and you know he was talking to you, you're like, damn, he called me a decent person. Then he says all the other crazy shit that get you all worked up. Send them back to their country. They shouldn't be in America. Don't let them in Israel. He's speaking that language that get these people worked up and want to go out and shoot up a Jewish synagogue or shoot some black folks or shoot some Mexican people. We live in a world of total chaos. 
And somehow we got to get up in the morning and go to work. Got to pay those bills. Got to eat. Got to go outside those doors. Can't stay in the bunker forever. You know, a lot of us wish that we could feel safer there. I try to limit a lot of my, like, activity sometimes when it comes to, like, large crowds and shit like that. When I go to places, I try to find out where all the exes are at. I'm going to see what the exes say. Get out. Something happened. that way. Pay attention to people like walking around with backpacks on, orange hair. You gotta, those are the ones sometimes. Red flag. You got to stay on your P's and Q's out here. Hear a shot. Don't take it for granted. It's car backfiring. Look around. Might be somebody active shooter. I mean, we only had like about 200 of them in this year. That's a lot. 365 people died this year from active shooters. That's a lot. This is America. This is America, and America is basically going off the fucking hinges. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Hope I didn't freak you out too much. Didn't mean to, but like I said, this is the world we live in. I'm Lee Zellers. Catch you on the next one. 